You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. You can also get us on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago, YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sacco with the rector of the Cathedral in Chicago, and co-host Mark Teresi. Good morning, Mark. Good wow. morning. How was the drive-in this morning? Terrible. Uh, there are a lot, a lot of puddles along Lakeshore Drive that you got to avoid. But it moved. It moved. Now think about this. With that heavy rain on Ash Wednesday, it rained all day. That could easily have been a foot of snow. And today, the heavy rain could have been another six inches of snow. The temperature is way over 32. So you, I always tell people, you, you don't have to shovel rain. Right. As executive director over at Holy Name, I thank God for the rain today. And our guys did, too, I'm sure. Well, just... The work they do for uh, you know, Ryan and Mario and Jesse, you have to stop everything right. and go shovel because with the steps of the cathedral, you don't want anybody falling. So mm-hmm. again, our number is 312. Especially the pastor, the rector. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Cardinal Supich, yes. the pastor. <laughs> exactly. 312-255-8408. We have a great program lineup. We're going to try to hit the lines this morning to have a giveaway of a book. So first of all, time in Chicago is 802. The Bulls have won two games in a row here. The record is now 28-33. and 33. And our guest today is someone whose award-winning career includes calling NBA games for the last 25 years plus and over 50 years in broadcasting. He is a faithful and active parishioner at Holy Name Cathedral. Recently, he authored a book that chronicles his incredible career entitled Always a Pleasure. Joining us now in our studio for the full hour today is legendary Holy Name Cathedral parishioner and current radio play-by-play announcer of the Chicago Bulls, the the and one and only legendary <laughs> Chuck Swirsky. Good morning, Chuck. How good are morning, you? Good morning, Father. Good morning. And uh, Mark, good morning. Good morning. I, I just want to say this. I was walking to 7 a.m. Mass today, and I got caught in the rain and the wind. So when you're saying, oh, it's great, not just rain, <laughs> for some of us who are outside, I mean, I'm soaked. And <laughs> that's all right. It's a Monday. And the thing is, uh, even just walking from the cathedral here with Mark, our umbrellas were almost flipping to the other side because that wind, really, really powerful. I had, powerful. A, I had a hold father's umbrella. So. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> as Mark got soaked. <laughs> And just the thing kidding. is that, uh, just kidding. Well, Chuck, it is great to have you on the program this morning. And we did, did mention the Bulls have won two in a row. Yes. We'll, we'll talk about the Bulls specifically. But uh, and there's so much I want to cover today. Again, our number is 312-255-8408. Uh, f- uh, for a moment, uh, Chuck, hold up the book. 
Okay. We'll look out in front there of you. you. And we'll have it now. Can you get the Michael and uh, Brian? Always a pleasure by Chuck Swirsky. If you call in at 312-255-8408, 312-255-8408, Chuck will autograph the book and we will mail it to you. 312-255-8408. Chuck, is that okay to autograph it? Absolutely. No charge? No charge. <laughs> no charge. And, <laughs> no. We'll have, and we will mail it to your home or everyone have it mailed to. So uh, maybe there's a way to begin, Chuck. Give us your background. You were born where and take it from there. Okay. Father, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go in reverse order, if I may, for a moment. Sure. Because this is your platform, and this is your show, not mine. I'm a guest. <laughs> but I just want to tell our listeners a little about Father Greg, if oh. I may. Oh, right. yes, please. No, no. Yes. Tell them a lot. <laughs> well, number one, um, the moment I arrived in Chicago to live in the city, probably, mm, I'm going to say, 13 years ago. Father Greg, and then he came to Holy Name. How long have you been a Holy Name now? Uh, July 1, 2016. Okay. So going so on seven years. Going on seven years. Father Greg has been awesome, just like Father Don was awesome, your predecessor. But Father Greg has touched the hearts of so many people. I agree. Well, thank you. And about maybe 16 months ago, I had a flat tire in life, and the car was not running the way it should be running. And Father Greg, is this a good analogy, so to speak, Father Greg? Father Greg has really been a tremendous mechanic Mm -hmm. to get myself back up and running. A lot of hot air. Lot of <laughs> absolutely, but especially that, Mark. the last few months have been very, very difficult. Oh. A sea of darkness, and I'm still in that cloud, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But I can't say enough about what Father Greg has meant to me personally and professionally. Beautiful. And our oh, parishioners at Holy Name are blessed, as the Archdiocese is blessed to have Father Greg lead our flock in this city. And I can speak firsthand how important he is in my life. So when the Bulls celebrated, which they were very kind to do, Mm -hmm. the Reinstor family, Susan Goodnow, the rest of our employees celebrated my 2000th Mm -hmm. career game on January 13th of this year. Against Oklahoma City. Yes. And Father we lost. Greg. Yep. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I kind of forget that. Um, I, I'd rather think big picture here, Father. There's so much for this story. Let's go to the calls at 312 255 8408. But um, it was great having Father Greg. What an honor. Yes, there. And Mark was there too. Yes, Mark was, was there too. We took a honor. picture. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, uh, I mean, I'm very. Uh, Humbled by your very kind words, Chuck, and you're a great man. We're great friends, and it, uh, I always try to be there for people, and so you know, a willingness to be inconvenienced in terms of to be there for people. Well, I, and I know you can't be here, there, everywhere. I get that. I mean, you do have <laughs> you do have a job, and, <laughs> and you've got you know certain elements where you just can't be everyone. But in my case, because Life is hard at times. Yes, it is. And there are unexpected things that come up. 
and I want to just personally thank you because I was, and still am to a certain degree, but I was father in a very bad place in my life where it was very, very, very hard. It still is hard, but without you and without several other people in my world, I probably wouldn't be in this chair today. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much for uh, sharing that, Chuck, and I'm very humbled and honored to uh, have gotten to know you over the last years, and I guess you are a great friend, and we've shared a lot, and, and it's interesting you say that because we sometimes forget you are certainly, Chuck, a public persona. You are a big-time sportscaster, broadcast for Chicago Bulls, and I think, some, and Mark, you know, we sometimes forget we have a personal life Exactly. Beyond the public persona. Yes. And I think people, you know, that goes for a basketball player, football player, baseball player, broadcaster, a doctor. Rector. A rector, whatever, whoever it might be. Whoever it might be. And we sometimes forget about the personal life beyond the title, of which we do for a living. So that's going to lie a lot of times people say, you know, what's your name and what do you do for a living? We sometimes attach who we are by what we do. Yes. And that's just a small part of it because it's what it's the heart of the individual. And Chuck and Mark, we all know this, the highs and lows of life. Oh, I talk sure. about this in homilies all the time. A lot of times we're at the top of the mountain and things are going well, and other times it is dark. Mm. And, and when it's dark, you don't feel you're ever going to get out of it. Correct. Like you're you just, right. you just You just feel I'm in this rut, and it's going to be there. So for all of our listeners, too, so please know in your lives the highs and lows, and Lent is a beautiful opportunity to um, connect the mystery of God with our lives and bring it to the Lord. Yeah, what because you know what, Father, yeah. at the end of the day, all of us have walked in other people's shoes. Mm-hmm. I And I mean, the uh, Rudyard Kipling's The Road Not Taken is a wonderful example of trying to reach people where they are instead of asking people to reach them where we are and i think that's one of your great gifts as the rector is that you have and the and christ has provided you with a tremendous feel with your personality more importantly with your heart to reach people where they are as you have reached out to me and so this world of sports broadcasting has brought me many many highs as is what's you know in, in the book with some detailed stories, different sports personalities, Mark. Mm-hmm. And so this started with the Lord's journey, because now as I reflect on my life and all these things you mentioned, it's hard to believe I'm only 14. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Benjamin Button in reverse. All kidding aside, but I, I see the Lord's hand in every chapter of my life how I got involved in sports, why sports broadcasting, why did the Lord take me to this job, that job, that city, where he's got me now. Why is that? Mm -hmm. Well, the reason is because the Lord wants us to touch others and use our platform and, in a sense, that journey of life to encourage, embrace, and engage with others, sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ through, in this venue, sports. But don't forget, you were open to it. You were open to the Good invitation. Point. That's right. Yes. And it, and That's huge. And what's interesting is that, you know, Chuck, you might be the play-by-play announcer of the Chicago Bulls, but you are a profound man of deep faith, like Mark. Mm. You know, like Mark, 
you know, the, the three of us together are men of faith. And ironically, in my life, I started out wanting to be a sportscaster. Mm-hmm. And, and I wanted a, to be a priest. A priest. Yeah. <laughs> it, and that, it's that, true. That's true. We talked my about that. My uncle was a priest yeah. in Baltimore. And uh, he was the... Um, he was the uh, principal of Cardinal Gibbons. Oh wow! He taught at Notre Dame, taught at Harvard, and um, but but it's funny how the roles flip because <laughs> I remember as a little boy asking my mom to put a piece of bread mark in a toaster, mm-hmm. and and she would carve off a little host <laughs> with the apple juice, and I'm thinking, okay, but um, you know. Listen, you know what? Life is not a straight line. No, no, no. And there are peaks and valleys. Right now I'm still in a valley um, trying to work myself out of it only with the Holy Spirit and with the advisory capacity of someone like yourself, Father, and others. But, But, you know, there are times when I look in the mirror, I don't like myself. There, There is darkness. And then only through the grace of God who by the blood of Christ on the cross, has shed his blood for people like me. I mean, I'm a flawed man. For people like and also, it's interesting, Chuck, you say, because we all go through times in which we don't like ourselves. And many mm-hmm. times I'll tell, us, tell somebody in the confessional or just talking one-on-one, be nicer to yourself. Yes. So I've said to people, like in this case, be nicer to Mark, be nicer to Chuck. Be nicer to yourself. Be nicer to Greg, to myself, because we get so hard on ourselves, and we forget we are loved by God in spite of our sinfulness, that God loves us and forgives us always. And we have to be able to forgive ourselves. But so many people, I always tell the, I always say this at a wedding, that God never clings to the past. We cling to the past. Mm-hmm. We can't let go, but God says, I love you, I forgive you, let it go. And we're going to go to break, but, you know, Chuck, first of all, I'm very almost um, embarrassed by your kind words because I, I, I never well, no, I, I never, I I never look for listen, that. Listen, Father, I know we have to take a break. I, I think it's very important that we're transparent. I think people need, number one, to accept compliments because we're told as kids, oh, uh, no, 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 you can't right. do you know. But I, I also believe this, I'm just speaking from my heart, that people need to understand that when people come into your life, they come in for a reason. Mm-hmm. There are seasons of life. There are seasons of people that enter your world. They may not be in your world more than a month, three months, a year, six weeks. But God has put people in my life, as detailed in the book, or in my personal life, for a reason. Yeah. And those reasons, sometimes we don't know until after the fact. Sometimes we're living in the moment. That's why I hope, Mark, Father Greg understands right now in our world at Holy Name, the impact he's had Mm -hmm. and is having. And that's why I'm thrilled that Cardinal Supich put you in a position to come to Holy Name and to lead us into different seasons of our life. And I do have to thank Cardinal Supich because it was him. Uh, before we go to break, yeah. do we have Robert on the phone? Is he still there? Can we take it, um, Michael? Okay, you know, Chuck, thank yeah. you very much. We have a caller. Uh, Robert, you are, are you on the air? Are you with us, Robert? Robert, turn your radio down in the background there. Flip your radio down. We're getting some feedback. 
Yeah, turn your radio down, Robert. Are you there? Hello, Father Greg and gentlemen. Hello, Robert. Good morning. Welcome to the program. Good morning. First-time caller, long-time listener. Well, that's fantastic because a lot of times when I'm doing sports talk, it's um, first-time listener, long-time caller. <laughs> Just the reverse. How does that work? Chuck, I listened to you back in the day, WCFL. I was actually on the air with you and won a prize. Wow. Wow. That's going back. What year was that, what Robert? Prize you won. That was... 1870. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, definitely. I that was post Civil War. Book Let's go to the phones. What happened to Atlanta? No. <laughs> well, this, I, in fact, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, this, as I'm listening, I know who this is. Hello, Robert. You're calling from Indiana. You know, I would love a, a, a signed book, and if you could mail it to me, that'd be great, whatever it cost is. Oh, it'll cost nothing, yep. and this is great that you give a call, Robert, and appreciate it. And then Chuck will sign the book to you. And both Michael and Brian one will make sure he gets mailed to you. So, Robert, thank you very much for the call. The thank promise. You one more thing, and uh, Chuck, I, I believe what you said about Father Greg. Everywhere I go, he knows people. I told Father Greg they're going to name a street after you, and he said maybe an alley. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it'll be a street. Well, very kind of you, Robert. This is what was I feel about my own testimonial dinner, and it. Uh, Oh, if I hold up the book there, Chuck. Can yep. I have one? Oh, yeah, of course. Mark, yeah. I'm going to burn here. When we burn. Okay, so, Robert, thank you very, very much for God the call. Bless you all. And God bless you. Have a great week, and we'll be talking. Mark, take us to break. Sure, WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. You go to YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're with Chuck Swirsky. His book, Always a Pleasure, and it's a pleasure sitting with him this morning Absolutely. and sharing... Not, not only your professional life, but your faith. And as you were talking, one of the things that came to my mind was my wife's favorite prayer was the footprints in the sand. Yes. Where when you least know it, God's carrying you. Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. Adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this, and our mentorship programs provide a free opportunity for young adults to spend time with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youth aged 9 through 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers service friends who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports every relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that can help young adults build confidence and enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. To learn more, visit catholiccharities.net or call 312-655-7970 in Cook County and 847 847- 782-4224 in Lake County. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. 
Folks, you probably know that on March 13th, we celebrate the 10th anniversary of the election of Pope Francis as the Bishop of Rome. Ever since his election, he has asked the people of God to pray for him. And so we are joining in an effort asking Catholics on March 13th to say 10 Hail Marys for him. You can learn more about this and register your name at artchicago.org. I encourage all of you to participate in this support of the Holy Father as he celebrates a decade of service to the people of God. We are hiring. Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Chicago is looking for mission-driven individuals who want to help make a positive difference in the lives of people in need throughout Cook and Lake Counties. Be part of a diverse, talented team of professionals in the largest human services organization in the Midwest. We are dedicated to helping people chart a more stable, happier future for themselves, and we accompany anyone in need, regardless of faith, gender, race, or ethnicity. Competitive salaries and generous benefits add to the satisfaction you'll have every day knowing that you're helping us amplify our impact in Chicago. To see our list of employment opportunities, visit catholiccharities.net. We're back, WNDZ 750M, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. You can go to YouTube.com. We're with Chuck Swirsky. Father Greg, you have... Robert, time. Robert, Robert, I hope you're still listening. Robert, please call back. We need, your, we need your address, and we'd like to be able to mail you the book to your home. So, Robert, please call us back at 312-255-8408, and Mark, take it away. Chuck, I was just thinking with our first segment, you know, you're talking about your faith. You're talking about who you are as a person. Um, do you ever think or realize, you're talking about Greg, uh, like my wife, when I, I told you before mm -hmm. I came in, my wife, uh, when I said you were going to be on, oh, well, tell Chuck, I said, hi, I listen to him all the time on WGN. Do you ever think about the relationships that you've made over the air and how they've impacted? She feels like she knows you, you're a good guy, you've got a good heart, you put up with a lot at WGN in terms of them well. teasing, <laughs> teasing you profoundly. Have you ever thought about that? No, I, I really don't because I, I live in the moment, even though one of my sins in life is that I do live in the past at times. Mm -hmm. um, I reflect back on on moments, and Father Greg has always reminded me, like, yesterday is, you can't come back to mm -hmm. yesterday. Mm -hmm. You live in the moment. Tomorrow hasn't happened yet. But my days at WGN, it was interesting. 
I was 27 years young when I was sports director. Wow. I was working with Jack Brickhouse, Wally Phillips, Bob Collins. These are legends. Milt Rosenberg. Yeah, they're all legends. Harry Carey. I mean, you could go right down the list. Uh, Vince Lloyd, Lou Boudreau. Wow. These are household names. Yeah. Some of the greatest broadcasters in the era of Chicago sports. Chicago broadcasting, period. Were you intimidated by I that? was. Yeah. I was overwhelmed. I was intimidated. What year was this? This was, I, I agreed in 81 to join GN. My first broadcast was early 82, and I worked at GN from 82 to August of 94. Wow. And that's when you went to Toronto? That's when I went to WJR in Detroit. In Detroit. I did the play-by-play for the University of Michigan, which was almost, well, it is, a sports franchise, Mm -hmm. like uh, an MLB, NFL, NHL, NBA. I mean, Michigan was big time. Mm -hmm. I had no idea how intense broadcasting was at the University of Michigan. I had done DePaul for 14 years. Mm -hmm. And so all of a sudden, you know, DePaul's rival, Notre Dame, Marquette, Dayton, and that's primarily it. You know, they would... But you go to the big house. Oh, all of a sudden, you go Mm -hmm. into Ann Arbor, and it's Michigan, Michigan State in basketball, Michigan, Indiana. I mean, I came in the tail end of the Fab Five. Wow. And, I mean, these teams wanted to get you, and they wanted not only to beat you, they wanted to win by 25 Mm -hmm. to 30. Mm -hmm. And here I am, I'm to the broadcaster Mm -hmm. saying... What the heck is going You're on? You're saying here? this is not the Paul basketball. <laughs> no, not at all. In terms of that intense rivalry. Yes. And to this day, I mean, you take basketball, you take football, with when it comes to Michigan, they take those sports teams very, very seriously. Because the alum base. You know how many yes. alums the University of Michigan has? I mean, we would go on the road and be like a home game yeah. in Ann Arbor. Yeah. 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 Tremendous! They're like uh, like Boston Red Sox, like the Red Sox Nation or Cub fans. Yes, I mean you got road games, but there's more Cub fans on the road than at their own. Absolutely, you go to Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Milwaukee, sometimes. Milwaukee, absolutely. Yeah, and it. uh, But the thing is, so that was back in 1981, and and so you you got the job at WGN, and then you've been now with the Chicago Bulls for 15. 15 years, I was with the Raptors for 10. That's right. That's right. So this is my 25th year in the NBA. It seems like yesterday my first game was Vince Carter and Paul Pierce's rookie game, rookie season first game. And I'm looking. I saw Vince the other day. Uh, He's doing television work for the Hawks and for Orlando. And I said, you were just a pup yesterday. (laughs) But uh, it goes quickly. But I enjoyed it. I still enjoy it. I still have the same enthusiasm. But okay, let me ask you this question. Year old kid. Now, mm-hmm. what gets you out of bed in the morning to do what you do? Well, number one is the Lord, first and foremost. I mean, the Spirit of the Lord. I love going to daily Mass because it, it sets the foundation for the entire morning. Number one, I think what sets really the foundation, uh, other than my spiritual faith, I grew up in a naval family. My father was a decorated United States naval officer. We had to start each and every day making our bed. 
And we just didn't make our bed. <laughs> we had to make sure it was made the four corners. Properly. Yeah. Four corners. Quarter had to bounce right wow. off the bed and the uh, blanket. So your dad didn't mess around. Oh, no. Oh, no. And when he would come home from the base, and, and he would leave on maneuvers. He had a lot of things going on in his world with the Navy. Uh, some things to this day I don't know for naval intelligence. Mm-hmm. But when he was home, I had to polish his shoes every day he came home from the base. Are you kidding Four, me? Every day. Not twice a week, three times a week. Every day there was a little tin can with like a cat on the cover of this can. It was paste. The, oh, the polish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know yeah, what I'm I talking about? Oh, yeah, about. sure. And, and a little brush, and it was paste. The shoe polish yes. was paste. Now this liquid stuff, you get the paste. And then a buffing cloth? A buffing cloth. And if there was one smudge on the heel or the sole or the side, redo it. And that's where I I learned the value of attention to detail. So when I go into a game tomorrow, Bulls play the Raptors. I want to find out everything I can, not about the starting five of Toronto. I want to know about the 14th and 15th player. Because let's say someone goes down. There's an injury. There's an illness. All right, let, let's talk about what's going on with one of the Raptor players that's been buried, but all of a sudden, he's, he's getting the, game. the call. Mm-hmm. You know? Wow. Uh, you know, Jakob Pertl just got traded San Antonio back to Toronto. Well, what's he done over the last week? I better have it in front of me. So how many hours a day do you study preparing for a game? A lot. Well, for example, I watch uh, the upcoming opponent, in this case, Toronto. Tomorrow night. Yes. In Toronto. In Toronto. I will watch their last three games at minimum, probably three to five games, because you pick up tendencies. Who's hot? Who's coming in? When do they come in? What plays are they running after a timeout? All these things, I want to be in the loop. That's fascinating. So, which means sometimes people get the impression, oh, you're a play-by-play sportscaster and broadcaster, and you just go to the, you show up at the arena, sit down, and do it. Mm-mm. It's almost like as a priest for a homily, you know, I'm putting a lot of preparation Absolutely. into that into that homily before I go to the pulpit to proclaim the word of God. And in your case, you will. So, for example, for tomorrow's game against Toronto. You will watch their last three games minimally to check tendencies, who's in, who's out, the coaching style, who's hot, who's not. Right. Wow. So so So, let me ask you, Chuck, and Father Greg, that's work. It's your passion, both of you, with what you're doing. What do you do for fun? Okay. That's a good question. Here's the issue there. It's not an issue, but I – okay. So I – I I am a horrible golfer, like really, really bad. But here's the problem with golf. I get invited to these golf tournaments during the spring and summer, mm-hmm. early fall. And they're, it's usually for a charity. So they, they try to get sports writers, sportscasters, some retired players in Chicagoland to lend their names to an event. Right. So they put me in a foursome. <laughs> well, the foursome pay a lot of money. It's for charity to spend the day talking stories, swapping stories. They want to know about, hey, you know, tell me about your your game when you called Kobe Bryant's 81-point game, mm-hmm. which I didn't. 
with the Raptors and Lakers, and that's fine. I love that. However, when they find out that I hit a golf ball 12 feet, (laughs) that's the issue because sometimes the foursome, they enjoy the liquid beverage, and they get over-served, and they want the stuffed animal at the end of the (laughs) event, and they realize – Wow, you're really, really bad. <laughs> like, super bad. Why did they put you with us? And all of a and sudden. Some of these people, these guys are good golfers. Oh, yeah. yes, they they're, are. They're knocking out 250, they 300 the yards. Straight. And I'm like you. It's like uh, I hit 10 feet back in the. I don't even have to go to the cart. I just walk to the ball. Yes. And I'm topping it, topping it down the fairway. It is. I, I get tired swinging. Well, I mean, my, my golf game is like a wildlife expedition. <laughs> I'm in the sand. I'm in the trees. I'm in the water. I mean, I'm everywhere. And yeah. so I don't I ruin know. a good day. I ruin a good walk when yes. I go golfing because I'm, I'm, ever, I'm like him everywhere. So I gave up the game 30 years ago. Yeah, see? I, a lot of priests love golf. I can't golf. I mean, I, my whole life was playing football, basketball, baseball, softball. I can't hit a golf ball. See, I want to play golf with people as bad as I am. Then the, you know what? You two should go yeah, out. We golf should. Chuck, we would start at 8 o'clock we, we and should. be done by sunset. By sunset. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I, I love history. And, and I was fascinated in the third grade, Sister Andrew, mm-hmm. she assigned historical um, assignments. And mine was George Armstrong Custer, the little bighorn. I have been fascinated with the Black Hills of South Dakota and everything that went in to the Little Bighorn. <laughs> knowing we're talking about Custer's Last Stand? Custer's yeah. Last Stand. I had As to write th- my paper. And really? I had, to, I had to draw like George Custer, you know. Surrounded. With the, with surrounded. But, but, I mean, you know, with the flowing golden locks of hair and, you know, the ego that he had. And then all of a sudden. You got hammered. Hey, you, uh <laughs> mm, George, we got a little problem here. <laughs> Can we? You got five minutes because I think this could be really, really I think, important. You know, I think I think George, we're over our head. Yeah, you know, uh, Major Reno, he didn't exactly give us the right, you know, info. They got, they, they, they got the intel's they, they a got little off here. That, they got caught. The Indians surrounded them like five thousand. Yeah. Well. And, yeah. It was, it was, he didn't have a good day. No, yeah, <laughs> tough day at the office. But anyway, so I want to go there. That's one of the things. I've never been to Gettysburg. Oh, I want to go to Gettysburg. I went to Gettysburg um, about 10 years ago. Wow. Fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. See, I mean, I, I've been to Italy, and I, and I, I love Rome. Yeah, I mean, how I can you too. not? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, from the United States perspective, Mark, that to me is fun. Mm-hmm. Because I, I get workouts in you know i get on the treadmill my knees sometimes are barking i'm 69 and but i do like to stay active so mm-hmm. in answer your question that's a very good question well good um, are we going to take a little break i think no, no, not till uh, five more minutes oh, you want to you want to promote the number oh yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah 312 all these books yeah. 312-255-8408 312-255-8408 call in Receive a free copy of Chuck Swirsky's latest book, Always a Pleasure. Chuck will autograph it for you, and we will mail it to your house. It'll be delivered to you, 312-255-8408. You don't have to even get on the air if you don't want, but just give a call, 
going to get on the air with us, great. 312-255-8408. Get a free copy, and Chuck will autograph it. Can, can I read uh, Stephen Curry's Stephen Curry? Yeah. yeah. Stephen. Tell how, oh, what gosh. a big sports yeah, guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have a big jock over there. But I can read it. <laughs> Having known Chuck... Since my days as a still-developing youth player in Toronto, where my dad was a member of the Raptors, I can attest to the fact that his passion for people and basketball is deep and sincere. Chuck's unique desire to mentor young people, especially minorities and those of different cultures and backgrounds, will help inspire those who share the same dreams, dreams that enable him to persevere to the top of his profession. I'm proud of Chuck and excited that others can become enlightened by his exciting broadcasting journey, which includes nearly 25 years in the NBA and, of course, a trio of Curry family members shooting from the stars just like him. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. So we yeah, had... Stephon uh, Curry is probably the oh, best, the he, greatest he an awesome in the history young man. the game. Here, and this is what we talked about, how stars connect... And I'm not talking about athletic stars. I'm talking about the, the universe of stars, how God has placed us in his world that he created beautifully. So in 1999, Del Curry, in the twilight of his career, signs a three-year deal with the Raptors. Del was a fabulous player mm -hmm. in the NBA. He moves his family from Charlotte to Toronto. And he's got three kids, a daughter, two sons, Seth and Stefan. Stefan is, I would say, probably mm, a couple years older than mm -hmm. Seth. They would come out to the arena three, four hours before a game in Toronto. And they would say, Mr. Swirsky. It was never Chuck. Mm. Mr. Swirsky. Could you come out here, raise your hands, and I want to shoot over your uh, extended arms. Really? Mm. And Stefan was popping them in. At that time, he was 11 years young. Wow. And I'm not saying he was hitting NBA threes, but he was hitting 18, 20-footers. Over your outstretched arms. At that age. And he's a little kid. He's a little boy. And he's wow. shooting over you. He's shooting over And drilling yeah. from 18 to 20. Yes, he, absolutely, 100%. True so story. Did you sometimes, in your mind, think yes. he could be an NBA absolutely. player? From day one. You did? Absolutely. You saw the natural talent. I saw it. And so then his father retired, moved back to Carolina, stayed in touch with the family. Dell is a broadcaster for the Hornets. Stephen goes to Davidson. You know the rest of the story. Seth goes from Liberty to Duke, um, and it's been— Who did Seth land with? Seth is right now with Brooklyn. I, I just saw him the other day. Okay. He was playing against the Bulls. Okay. Um, of course, uh, Stefan's with— And, uh, and Seth, Golden in his own State. right, is a really good player, but obviously overshadowed. By because when it's all said and done, Stefan will be the greatest shooter in, in the, the history, history of, the game. of this game. But he is a fabulous— Human so, being. which means that I, I didn't know that you being. knew the Curry family previous to Stefan being drafted in the NBA because Dad Dell yes. with Toronto, you were play by play. Yes. Mark, take us to break. WNDZ. That's interesting. This is fascinating. 
and, and, and it's stories about people's lives. Exactly. And how Beyond they, And the how court. you've impacted yes. people's lives. Yeah. That, so you want to tell Greg that, but part of this show is also you how letting Chuck, you know. You have touched my life in great ways. Uh, so it's, it's a two-way street. And also a coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous. Exactly. Oh, what a coincidence how you met somebody. No. A coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous. Mark, take us to break. WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. 312-255-8408. You can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We'll be back with Chuck Swirsky. Always a pleasure being with him and the title of his book, Always a Pleasure. Please stay tuned. For more than 20 years, Catholic Charities Adult Protective Services has been advocating for seniors who are the victims of abuse, neglect, confinement, or financial exploitation. With our partners at local, city, and state agencies, our trained case managers follow through on every concern that is brought to our attention in a cooperative way to ensure that our seniors are safe and protected. According to the Illinois Department on Aging, last year nearly 21,000 cases of elder abuse were reported in Illinois. Of these, only 5% were reported by seniors themselves. So raising awareness is an important part of this issue. If you are concerned about a senior you know, call 800-252-8966. That's 800-252-8966. With your help, we can stop elder abuse and look out for the seniors in our lives. People always say, how can you spend your day with three-year-olds? Seeing the changes that they go through and just the journey and how they grow, this is a very rewarding job. Even though at the end of the day, we're not the highest paid people on earth. And when I have a parent contact me and say, my child loves school, that to me, I'm setting that foundation for their love of learning. Because really, you are changing lives. You are molding lives. Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Do you have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 
We're back, WNDZ 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. You go to youtube.com slash Catholic. I think, Mark, we have another caller. Go ahead. Uh, not on the phone, but uh, for the book. So, again, we have more books to give away, 312-255-8408, 312-255-8408. Please call in to our phenomenal guest, Chuck Swirsky, <laughs> who will autograph the book. We will mail it to your home, no charge, autographed by Chuck Swirsky. Take it away, Mark. Chuck, I was going to ask you, so always a pleasure. What what story pops out at you that, from the book, that maybe one of your favorites? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll share two. Okay. Number one, uh, away from sports, the two most important influential people growing up as a child, uh, my mom and my grandmother. Oh. My grandmother was born in Sicily. Yay. And she came over on the boat as a little kid. Uh, and actually, this is kind of a beautiful story how the Lord works. My grandfather was an orphan. His, his father died on a dock in Sicily. Wow. And his mother died giving birth to him. Wow. He was raised in a Catholic orphanage. So now he's going to school as a little boy. And he meets... A family with a little girl, and they say, we're going to America. Why don't you come with us? Hmm. And they came over, and they got married. How about that? Wow. wow. How old was he? he? He was just, I mean, he was young. Oh, yeah. And they came over, and they married. And they married. And they were young. Yes. Unbelievable. And and But my grandmother was... Strong-willed, vibrant, fiery, outspoken, and I loved her. And she she left no stone unturned. This is mom's mom. Yes. And my mom spoke fluent Italian. Uh, they grew up outside, well, right next to John Carroll University in University Heights, Ohio. And, uh, and then my mom went to Virginia, met my dad. And my my grandmother and my mom. Did grandma live with you? Well, we basically it was vice versa. We lived with her, and it was and my grandparents. We would go back to Seattle. We were though in Ohio all the time. Now, grandma died. You were how old? I was twenty five. Oh, she so had grandma for a while. Yeah. So, did she see any of your success in broadcasting then? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, my mom died when I was. Actually, my, uh, my father died when I was in the sixth grade. My mom died on my 33rd birthday. Wow. wow. We buried her on my 33rd birthday. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So it was uh, – but they were great. So that's in the book mm-hmm. just about the influence that the two most important people – my father was gone quite a bit. I, I, I remember him, um, but, you know, when – But he died when you were 12. Six. Yes, twelve years old. Wow, and great. and he was gone quite a bit. I mean, he, there were there was a time where I didn't see him for six seven months. Wow, mm. because of his Navy uh, career. I yes. like the Sicily part though. My yes. my um, grandpa, my grand granddad was from Sicily. So that would be your so dad's can, dad. My dad's dad. I right. never knew you were Italian. Yes. I, I mean, I, Sicilian. I love Italy. Yeah. 
Um, it doesn't feel I like you're going culture. back home. Yes. Yeah. And uh, hmm. so in the book, there are a lot of different stories. We could talk about the '85 Bears. I did pre-half and post, and it was a, it was awesome just being around on a daily basis. It was Ditka, Peyton, McMahon, Singletary, Hampton, Dent. You could go Willie Galt. You could go right down the list. What about Peyton? What was well, your impression? Here's my impression. Of, I think I, I mentioned this, Father Greg, to Mark off the air. So I come to Chicago, and Peyton is in his fourth season mm-hmm. in the NFL. He got drafted he, in 77. Yeah, he, was, he had established himself as a superstar by mm-hmm. the time I got here. So I'm a little bit intimidated. I'm 25 when I came to Chicago. And I walk into Hallis Hall, the locker room, for the first time. And a, a little gremlin on the left shoulder is saying, go ahead, introduce yourself. And a little gremlin on the <laughs> right shoulder saying, no, organically, let this marinate for a little bit mm. and then let it happen. And I listened to the gremlin on the left. Oh. And I went up to him. I said, Walter, you don't know me. My name's Chuck Swirsky. I'm new to Chicago. I'm doing a talk show on WCFL. And he was saying, welcome, thank you. And I thought, <laughs> okay. And, and, but I was always there, so he knew the face. Maybe not the name, but he knew the face. So um, in the season of 19, late 79, Bears are making a playoff push, mm-hmm. which they did. They played Philadelphia. Should have won that game. There was a horrible call at Veterans Stadium in Philadelphia that went against the Bears with Brian Bashnagel in motion. But during late season 79, I'm in the locker room, and I get this towel snapped on my backside. And I'm looking around, and I, I, I couldn't identify the person who did it. Well, it was Walter. Oh, he's a playster. And yeah. yes, he was, he was, he a, was, he was a prankster, prankster mm-hmm. that you would not. And so w- one of the Bears administrators said, you know what? He likes you. <laughs> he, he wouldn't do that to a lot of people. <laughs> Number one, if you couldn't take it. Secondly, if he didn't, you know, kind of playful. be playful. That is a great, great story. And it, uh, I love Walter. Yeah. I still can't believe he's not with us. He died yeah. in what year? Oh, gosh. It's been about 10, 15 years now? Probably a good 15. Yeah. 15 yeah. to 20. And he has, I, could be, I was born and raised in Chicago and, of course, love football. And he would run over guys. Yep. He would, he would, upon impact for the tackle, he would push into a guy and punish you. So the defender punishing the runner, he'd punish the, def- uh, the, the defense. Well, you could probably go on YouTube with the hill that he would. Yes. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and practice. I mean, in a sense, that's like life. Mm-hmm. I mean, he if battled. he asked me right now, if Walter was living and said, Chuck, I'm going to take you to the hill and we're going to we're going to go up the hill. Well, chances are I'm not going to make it up the hill. I'm going to fall. I'm going to get my knees. Tired. Yep. Fatigue, everything. OK, let's do it. You know, it, it was almost like my dad with the bed. Redo it. Mm-hmm. Shoes. Redo it. Because that that's life. When you get knocked down nine times, get up for a tenth. Now, could you? People have to hear you doing a call. Could you have Greg coming down the court, looking for a shot, <laughs> and do a call on on Father Greg 
Wow. Running. Okay. So, Mark, your 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 last name is pronounced Teresi. Teresi, yeah. Teresi and Sakowitz. Okay. We'll we'll put this together. Am I covering them? Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm All right, so I'm we'll put your, this on. Let's blow see. Your shorts off. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Okay. Let's see. Uh, we'll we'll do um we'll do the team we just played. Okay, Wizards. Okay, Wizards. Okay. Washington yesterday. And we are back live on the Bulls Radio Network. Chuck Swirsky along with Bill Weddington. We've got the uh, Bulls and Wizards tied at 94 with four seconds left in regulation play. Side out of bounds on the left sideline. Teresi will put the ball in play. How's that so far? That's good. good. Yeah. That's good. Teresi. That's great. Better than I ever did. <laughs> Teresi will put the ball in play. Sideline left above the three-point arc. In play to Sakowitz. Sakowitz with the handle. Angles off to the right side. Two seconds left. Sakowitz, the fade, the fire for three. Got it! Yeah. Bulls win! Bulls win! Bulls win! Yeah. On a Sakowitz three ball at the buzzer. Wow. That is, that is, that, that is fantastic. And by I, the way, you, we just signed you to a 10-day. 10-day contract. And then back off to the bench. And that was, that was outstanding. Well, then, I, but see, when I've you only do done but, 2,000. But when you do, <laughs> when you do play-by-play, oh, of course, I've, I've heard you on radio as I'm driving in the car for a Bulls game, and you put it in such a way you're very graphic. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you're, 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 you are the eyes of the listener, because I'm not watching on TV, I'm listening on radio, but you have this ability, like if I was side court watching with you, and... It's just amazing, Chuck, and that is a profound gift. gift. I mean, let me ask you this. Over the years, how has your game calling changed? Uh, well, I mean, a great question. I think experience mm. is so important. Yeah. I mean, for example, in college with DePaul, Michigan, we would probably average anywhere between 26 to 30 games a year. Right. In the NBA – we're talking 82, mm-hmm. and if we're fortunate to do postseason. a postseason or preseason games, let's say we do three, four preseason, whatever, I mean, it all adds up. But the shot clock is the big thing. When my first year with the Raptors doing play-by-play, I was horrible. I was brutal. Because, now, wh- why do you say that? What do you well, say that? I wasn't used to the game. It's so fast. It's a 24-second clock. Yes. These players are so gifted. Was college 45 seconds in those days? In in those days, we didn't have a shot clock. Oh, there was none. <laughs> oh, that's right. You could hold on to the ball. Yeah. For the whole Which half. Which was not fun. No. Because, you know, if you're playing, like teams would play Michigan or when DePaul was really good. They'd slow the game down. They'd slow the game down because that's the only way they could stay in a game. Exactly. They didn't have the athletes. That's why they put the be, shot clock in. That's right. Because they saw what everyone's seeing. No one wants to go to a 38-35 game. <laughs> right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And just into, into a half-court stall. Yes. But yeah. at the NBA level, and so here I am, I'm trying to, okay, do I mention every pass that comes my way? How do I work in the color person? And I had to figure it out, or else I was going to be sitting with the folks in the stands <laughs> and not on the scorer's table calling a game. So fortunately, the Lord. Interesting. So your first year with the Toronto, uh, that, would, that would have been what year? 98. Okay, 98. And so... Just the adjustment. I think you hit the, on the keyword 
experiencing, even as a priest, the gift of priesthood, I go back to my earliest homilies. Yes. And I cringe. See, but you're very gifted, and and everyone has their own unique style mm-hmm. with homilies. The great thing about Father Greg, Mark, and you know this, mm-hmm. I'm not telling you anything you don't know, or our listeners who attend Holy Name when Father Greg is celebrating Mass. Father Greg has a way, not only with his humor, as he kind of like, you know, puts everyone at ease, mm-hmm. and it's not cookie cutter. And Father Greg has a way of reaching. You've got hundreds and hundreds of people at Holy Name on a Sunday listening to Father Greg. You feel like he's talking to, to you, you exactly. not at you. That's right. a gift. Right. And so I think, you know, I listen, homilies are so important. And it doesn't always have to be an academic approach. Exactly. It can say, Here, here's where I'm at. And this is what's going on. Here's how I feel about today's verse or today's gospel. Boom. And you walk away inspired and renewed. Yes. And and that's always your goal with people. But also, again, like Mark Teresi, he and I click at the cathedral because Mark is incredibly pastoral, very pastoral, caring for people. For Mark, people come first. And what you do, in a sense, comes second. Right. He's always every and the same thing with you, Chuck. Is you're going to have your broadcasting career, but you are a profound man of faith, and you walk the talk. Yes. But you don't drill it over people's heads. And it's interesting. All three of us, I also include Michael and Brian, uh, behind, the, uh, behind the glass really. as communicators. But God has blessed all of us. And the thing is, by our baptism. We are called to serve the Lord each in our own way. And every day is a profound gift and how quickly the years go by. But even quickly as the program is over, uh, Chuck Swirsky, you have been a phenomenal guest. Can't thank you enough. We'll have you back on the program again. Where where can they get the book? Oh, yeah. Where can they get the book? It's it's real simple. Thank you. Uh, You can go online. Mm -hmm. It's Chuck Swirsky. That's S-W-I-R-S-K-Y. Chuck Swirsky, thebook.com. Chuck Swirsky, thebook.com. That's wonderful. And so, What's the Italian name? What's your Sicilian Ipsaro. name? Ipsaro. And Granato. Very okay, nice. well, Chuck, I want to say um, thank you again. God bless. Well, I'll see you at the cathedral. As a yes, lecture, as also thank you. Are, yes. You are a tremendous lector. Uh, thanks to co-host Mark Teresi. What a joy. And thank for you, Michael Chuck. May and for Brian Hockey Hitman Brock, to our great engineers and producers, to our listeners, may God bless all of you. The Lenten journey continues. Be part of it one day at a time. God bless. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.